Emotional intelligence. We want, crave, hurt, and love. Navigating the world around us without feelings is almost impossible. Navigating the world without acknowledging or controlling our temperament leads to problems. Wearing your heart on your sleeve is lovely and maybe painful for some. What we think of as intelligence does not necessarily equal emotional intelligence. A person can spend the time to earn multiple degrees, but if emotional intelligence is disregarded, it can set them back in many aspects of life. We all know fully functional adults that stir up issues and chaos for themselves everywhere they go because they're so overcome with feelings and disregard filters, can't read a room and release what I tend to label as an emotional dump all over the wrong people. I myself can admit doing some of these things on occasion when I was younger ish (laughs) years of self-reflection and coming to terms with consequences of my vibrant emotional self has taught me more discretion and self-awareness in the workplace this is essential to handle the waves of change in office politics emotional intelligence is a term or concept popularized by researchers in the 1990s this concept differs from general intelligence emotional intelligence is the ability to understand and manage your own emotions people who possess this trait also have the ability to understand and influence the emotions and behavior of others the first step of emotional intelligence is self-awareness I'm fascinated by self-awareness and the idea of manifesting grand ideas and personal development to create joy. So much can go astray when we don't honor who we are fundamentally and when we don't understand our wants and desires. We can choose the wrong partner or go into debt with fancy degrees to have the careers uh, to have careers that aren't aligned with who we are. Although our wants and desires may evolve over time, the key is to understand them and how they connect and how they're connected to our current emotional state. Sensing feelings and then pausing to address them is an essential part of self-awareness. Some of us did not grow up in homes where it was acceptable to be emotional or we were neglected emotionally. These situations can cause emotional blockage, especially if there is no outlet for expression. Blocking feelings only acts as a temporary solution. These intense emotions may resurface in an unrelated situation and affect an unsuspecting victim. Reacting to the wrong person in the wrong place can continue an emotional roller coaster. The second step to emotional intelligence is self-management. I say steps, but we could also call these building blocks. Self-management allows us to delay self-gratification. In a heightened emotional state, we want so badly to express ourselves in a way that is gratifying in the moment, but turns out really to be regretful later. Emotional intelligence is about owning and managing those raw feelings and carefully turning them into something beneficial. Take, for example, a time you were angry. Recognize the energy of anger and transfer it into a powerful workout. Just as simple as that. Our interest in saying something vindictive or painful fades, and we're back in our zone, managing ourselves appropriately. When I was in my 20s, I relied heavily on my friends, almost as if they were my therapist or counselor. I was often confused about certain situations because I didn't have enough self-awareness and was very busy trying to please others. 
I think many of us can say that about our 20s. I would weigh down on them on my emotion, well, on my friends and decompress, venting about whatever I was going through. At that time, I didn't always honor them and show them how much I cared, which I did deeply. I was moving a mile a minute and my emotions were trying to keep up with whatever was going on. I was lacking in the emotional intelligence department, but was also smart and fairly accomplished at my age. Um, I'll confess that I may have pushed some friends away because of my need to emotionally dump, but not give enough in return. Emotional intelligence would have taught me to read the room a little better and pick a better time and a and specific person or therapist to share with. These are the things we learn or the bridges we burn if not careful. Ways to succeed with emotional intelligence. Number one, have empathy. Others will find you more attractive and be drawn to you if they know how greatly you care. Two, speak person to person, listening carefully and thoughtfully. Three, be able to label your, fe- your feelings accurately in order to utilize the correct social skills. Four, replace blame with a need to forgive, with a need to understand. Five, give yourself grace. Forgive yourself and do not be overly critical of your emotions. When you pause, reflect on them and where they derive from. Nurture them. Nurture your emotions. As we strive to live a full life, find a time and place for your feelings to thrive. Emotional intelligence is alive and well if we take the time to master it. It allows us the ability to to tackle stressful situations with ease and work with others in a way that inspires them. It's a wonderful way to lead and see the world. I look forward to sharing the next um, two steps in part two. Thank you.